Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. And now your host, Kyle Ruff. These digital footprints, they don't, hypothetically, they don't go away. No. It's like your grandkids could be listening to this 50 years from now. They are right now. They are. If time is is a... <laughs> Shout out to baby Trevin. <laughs> Trevin. <laughs> Trevin That'll Ruff. That'll be the normal name in the future. Yeah. Now it'll be Kyle Ruff the third because I'm arrogant. And you're going to name all your kids Kyle? Yeah. So in college, I had two roommates, not mine, but they were both named Brock, and they got a cat, and they also named the cat Brock. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fun for everyone. That's pretty good. It was good. Yeah, but hypothetically, our kids, our kids' kids, our kids' kids' kids could be listening to this right now. Yeah. What do you want to say to your kids, Kyle? I would your say- kids, kids, Your great-grandchildren. Um, All that- that fortune that I gave to you- Yeah, the steam from the, comedy. Yeah, movie. and when you watch- my specials on whatever the version of Netflix is at the time. <laughs> on Ringard. I and think Ring- Ringard. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the streaming service of the future. Of the future. Um, yeah. Invest your Bitcoins. And just invest all of your Bitcoins. Because that's the fortune I left you. I own a third of a Bitcoin and it's going to be worth a billion dollars soon. So a third of a billion is a lot <laughs> no, of money. Just a waiting game at this point. Exactly. So. Just in the incubator. <laughs> waiting to go. Do you love them? No. Do you love your, <laughs> you your great grandchildren? I just want to tell my grandchildren, your parents are dicks, and it's my fault because I raised them so poorly. And well, you were so I'm sorry. busy. I was so busy being a fucking famous guy. Yeah. Being famous. It's not easy being a rock star. It's not easy being a comedy rock star. No. And that's what the, really the message that they need to hear is that it's not easy, and they probably won't be able to do what we're doing. Exactly. So give up. And uh, just just continued Twitch streaming, TikToks. You, yeah, the TikToks. You think TikTok will still be around? We can get on TikTok at any, at any second. Fuck TikTok. I know. I hate them, but like I realize that we're gonna have to do that soon. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Kyle Kinane's new special? I did. Also, welcome to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I'm not sure if that camera's on. We'll find out later. I don't even know if the mics are on. Uh, you know, again, it's just into the void. <laughs> this is for us. <laughs> I w- so I watched Kinane's special, but uh, my roommates, we were like kind of like chatting it up and it was in the background, so I didn't like watch it in depth. Yeah. Uh, I'm Matt Newland. That's Kyle Ruff. I am Kyle Ruff. That is Matt Newland. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome in Steamboat Comedy Podcast. I really so you didn't really watch it? Not really, no. Yeah. It's good. Uh, the only reason I brought it up is because, like, did you catch the, his joke about the big dick bat? Do you remember that joke? No. More tired than a big dick bat. He's got, like, a, a, a bit about <laughs> a big dick bat. Okay. And I just saw him tweet today. He goes, the uh, big dick bat bit bombed on TikTok. So that's how I know that fucking site sucks. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So it was nice to see. That's good for him. I want a little inside baseball. Uh, Sean and Caitlin were telling me when they were here. So part of that special, he does a bit about like, um, like everyone, like no one's a Republican until they start uh, like paying for their own Netflix account is the bit. And then you're like, you got to, you know, you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and this and that. 
And uh, some like young Republicans for Trump picked it up on Instagram and were like playing it to like support being a Republican. And Kyle was like, fuck you, take this down. <laughs> yeah, dude, <he's> the best. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? He had to like threaten them with lawyers and shit to get them to take it down. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah, because Kanane's not Republican by any stretch no, of the mind. Dude. No, he's not. He's a fucking bike riding hippie from Portland. <laughs> he's the best, though. Special's really fucking good if you haven't checked it out. It is really good. I also watched, I just bought, I'll, uh, I'll give you the keys to it if you want to watch it, uh, Andrew Schultz's new special. Oh, you did? Nice. Dude, it's Fuck so yeah. good. He's so funny. I, I was watching him on all the, fuck. he was doing his circuits at the podcast and shit, so yeah. I was listening, but I heard it's fucking... He's so good. He just does. He just go for it or what? Oh, he gives no fucks. That's what's up, dude. Like what you told me, like watch Christina P's thing because yeah. she doesn't give a fuck. He blows that out of the water. Okay, man. that's good. Well, she, yeah. you know, she's a woman. He's a man, so that's gonna happen. yeah. So he's gonna be better, <laughs> of course. obviously. God. But no, he's he. I I watched his. I because I was listening to him on the podcast too, and then I watched. He has like a thirty minute. Crowdwork special on YouTube. Yeah. I watched that and it was fucking dynamite. And so I was like, fuck it. And I just went to his website and paid for the special. And fucking me and Reed watched it. It was so good, dude. God. How long did he do? How many? It's like an hour. It was like an hour and 10 or 15, something like that. And it's, it's good. He's doing it different because he's only putting it out for like two weeks. Yeah. He's like, you can get it on the website for two weeks and then it's fucking gone. Or he'll do something else with it. I think he's going to put it on YouTube eventually, is what he was saying. Probably, I would imagine. But I'd just be a supporter of the art. I yeah, definitely. I, I paid for it. Did you, uh, t- there's also I, uh, There's also uh, Louis C.K. and Joe List did a movie called Fourth of July. Yeah, I've listened to podcasts of them talk about it. I love Joe List. I mean, we've talked about it before. Yeah. His, his latest special, This Year's Material, is I rewatched it. one of the best, it. dude, yeah. one of the best specials I've ever fucking seen, dude. It's so good. He's fucking ridiculous, he, dude. Dude, like, they're just, he has that whole room just, like, in constant laughter for an hour straight. Like, he's there's no breaks. riffing the whole time about how he's, like, doing MMA. That's the best callbacks he's ever fucking, yeah. the whole show. He's like, I, you guys are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyone in here do MMA and no one says anything? He's like, ah, okay, you guys are all it's like, pussies. Yeah, kick your ass. <laughs> Fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just be like, he like kicks. He's like, you see that kick? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He talks about, like, how his wife doesn't watch him do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if she did, it would just be like him quitting. Boy, yeah. can he quit. <laughs> he just <laughs> yeah. taps out. The he best, just, my favorite bit of that whole one. Well, two, his closer one about how the taxi driver says that the airport in Dallas is bigger than the state <laughs> yeah. of Maine. <laughs> He's so like, good. no. Yeah. And then, uh, the <laughs> What's the other one? Oh, what, him riding the, the roller, coaster roller coaster with the boys at the Mall of America. <laughs> yeah. when he thinks she's waving at him. Yeah. And he waves away. He's like, I'm just like you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my fucking God. Sorry. If you guys haven't seen those specials, go fucking watch them. They're so, we're, well, I mean, we can't do it justice, but no, yeah. No, absolutely not. Jello's special, this year's material is on YouTube, so anybody yeah. can just watch it. The hotel pool bits, too. That's good, too. The little girl looks at him and says, I don't like that man. I don't like that man. <laughs> well, he's so good. He'll take like a premise like that and just like ring it out for like every ounce of possible jokes yeah, out yeah. of it. Like just he'll take tag like, after tag like after tag. Something we think of as like a one liner, he'll make like a fucking ten minute 15 chunk. Liner. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, he's fucking amazing. He's an animal. He looks like a dork though, dude. He's looks like shit. <laughs> he looks his chin is so small. <laughs> I know something else I want to talk about. The funny thing we were talking about. Did I bring this up on the last podcast about Marcus King and the uh, the musician and how hot his girlfriend and how ugly he is? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, okay, so 
There's this, this guy. I'm hearing of it. Okay. Well, let me enlighten you. Do you know who Marcus King is? Uh, is that BB King's brother? No. Is but he's got. Cousin? He's he might as well. He like plays like southern rock, like gospel rock with like just Marcus this King. super like soul voice and just rips on guitar. He's like one of the best musicians I've found in like a while. So good. Anyone go on Spotify find Marcus King. Uh, he looks like shit. Really? He looks like a melted snowman. He's a fat, beady-eyed, just chubby, greasy-looking dude. He looks like dog shit. Who does he look like? Give me a frame of reference. Like, <sighs> see what color is his skin? He's very white. Okay. Very pasty white. Long curly hair, and he wears like aviators and a hat, and that's how he looks cool. But if you like shaved him down like a sheep, he would just look like a f- like a shaved sheep. Yeah. He looks like he looks like a pig. <laughs> he looks like a man pig. <laughs> I'm so mean to this guy. But he fucking he put a fucking picture on Instagram. He's like, "Oh, one year with my girlfriend, like so glad to have you. She's so fucking hot." <laughs> what an asshole. She's so <laughs> unbelievably fucking hot. Yeah. And it's like this is this is what every dorky dude in America you just be like, "Dude, I can learn skills." And I can bang this super hot chick because it's possible. Because yeah, that's what yeah. he did. He just like shredded guitar. He's like, I'm a fat, slubby kid. I'm probably not good at sports. I'm fucking shredding guitar. Getting lots of money. Getting And now he's got lots of money and in music he, videos. I think it's the money part is what. That is helps. Like. Well, I mean, I don't know if he's like a <laughs> billionaire. I mean, he's, he's, I mean he's, he's a working musician. He's just starting to take off. I know actually... Uh, uh, Kreischer and Segura on their Two Bears podcast, they talk about him all the time, and I think that gave him, like, a little bump. Like, they, like, found him. We're like, this guy fucking shreds. And, like, they've... I think he's even been on there. Not like, Marcus King? Marcus King. I know they have some other dude on there that's always doing country songs about, like, eating pussy and stuff. Oh, that's a different guy. That's a different guy? Yeah, Bobby okay. loves that guy. I can't remember who Wheeler Walker Jr.? Yes, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Who is fucking so good. Yeah. And funny as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah his songs are funny. He's, like, the coolest guy. It yeah. seems like. I've never met him. <laughs> I have Who do you think is, like, the ugliest... Who do you think is the ugliest rich person in the world, celebrity or not? Well, I mean, there's Did probably the, a lot of them we don't know. The new pictures of Elon? Does he look like shit? He got fat, didn't he? He's kind of fat, but his body type is so weird. It's like he has a big chest, but his chest isn't big. It's like his ribs are the big parts, like super boxy. Yeah, he's got a big barrel chest on him. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like a muscular like pec right. or anything. It's just a, a wide rib cage. Yeah, a very vol- voluminous yeah, rib cage. He's like he's like a fucking fifty-five gallon drum with arms. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. like Liza Minnelli. Just pasty white, and he he doesn't look great. He doesn't. No. Shout out to Elon Musk. If Shout you're out, <laughs> friend of the show, Elon Musk. Friend of the show, Elon. <laughs> Shout out if you're listening. He's not. What if he was? That'd be crazy. If he <laughs> if he just hits us up on Twitter. This yeah. is this is our big break, dude. <laughs> this is it. This is Elon how we get our hit us up. Yeah. He's just like I don't know. Sometimes I work so hard. I just like to find a podcast that's you know doesn't have a lot of hits, and yeah. then just I pop it on. It makes me feel normal. <laughs> that's what we're here for, Elon. It makes me feel like a regular guy. Yeah, because that's what we do. We pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> just like Elon used to do when he was a young African boy. Yeah, in Africa. In Africa. Uh, he's pretty ugly, I would say. He's not too bad, though. I mean, he his prime, he was, he was banging Amber Heard. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. And he dodged it like right at the right <laughs> That's time. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. She's hot. She's, she's super pretty hot. hot. We she's can bring hot. her back up. Team Heard. <laughs> team Heard, dude. Team Ever Heard. We got to get our Team Heard shirts made. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like us photoshopped with our arms around Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. We're her biggest supporters for real, dude. The back is just Johnny Depp with a big X through it. Yeah, he did her so nasty, bro. Right. Drug her name through the mud for what? no reason. For no reason. For no reason. I bet he's the one who shit the bed. He is, and this is all a, or an elaborate ruse to a cover it up. poo ruse, dude. He's like, I cannot let these people know I'm shit in beds. Yeah, because, I, I mean, that whole trial came down to, all right, who crapped in the bed? <laughs> it really did, which It's Always Sunny did a whole episode on yeah. that. It was really a ripoff of It's Always Sunny, that whole trial. Yeah, so she's not even original. Come on, Amber. No. Step it up. I mean, Johnny. Come on, Johnny. Step it up. He's the one. Danny I think DeVito's it, pretty ugly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his wife is pretty ugly, though, too. I like that. That's okay. Oh, you don't know who he's married to? You ever watch Cheers? Not since I was not born. Do you know the like the one I know, older? I think my dad did though. <laughs> my roommates do because they're old men. Yeah. But the the one server, the, like waitress chick who's like old and curmudgeony and shit with the curly hair. That's Danny DeVito's wife. Still to this day, huh? I think so. Wow, good for them. I mean, he's like fucking four foot ten. He's not gonna go prowling for puss, dude. Yeah, no, but again, he's successful. And he's he is Danny DeVito. He's a good actor too. You know, he's actually a really good like director. Like yeah. you forget how many movies he like produced and directed back in the day. I just watched one that he did for uh, as Duplex with fucking um, Drew Barrymore and Ben Stiller. Have you ever seen that one? No. It's kind of a dark one. He's a writer. They they move into a duplex and the old lady upstairs in the room like fucks with him the whole time but danny devito directed it and it's like a dark comedy interesting like, it's pretty fucking good it's weird yeah he also he did no country for old men which i thought was pretty good he directed that no <laughs> he's the third cohen brother <laughs> what the fuck are you it's joel ethan about? and danny devito cohen yeah. well i mean he's got his fingers in all the marvel movies too so does he yeah yeah he's been directing most of them <laughs> 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 I love how I just fell for the yeah. same thing you just did. I used your, I used sold your own like, yeah, that's bro. a good one, but actually. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, really? Uh, we can do this all day. The one he actually did was uh, uh-huh. the Jimmy Hoffa movie where sure. Jack Nicholson plays uh, fucking Jimmy Hoffa. Is that he... the Shining one? No. I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure he did The Shining. He was the little boy. Yeah. He was or a little he boy. He wrote Rock. it or something, and then Stephen King took it over. Yeah. Go he stayed in a hotel and he made a uh, blog about it. And Stephen King's like, you know what? You're on to something, Mr. DeVito. And yeah, the rest he is was, history. He was a ghostwriter, and that's what uh, that's, that's what, what launched Stephen King. It's what launched his career, dude. Spooky books. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like this guy DeVito is scary <laughs> as hell. I asked him to be a ghostwriter, and uh, ghost. That's interesting. I should write about that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say he did Ghost with Swayze, too. <laughs> he did. Sure. He was the original, and they're like, we need someone else. <laughs> well, he just had the pitch for like the clay and stuff, which really took He was the, the clay level. mastermind. He was. He's like, what if there's a scene where they play with clay? And they're like, DeVito, you've done it again. They based the whole movie off that one scene. And Everything like, else is just fragments. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, originally a short film of just do this? 10 minutes of Swayze rubbing clay. And do they're you like. Know- that's what they not to get nerdy, but forty year old virgin. So I don't know if I've told you this before, but I listen. I was listening like Judd Apatow and like the the poker scene in Forty Year Old Virgin, where it's just the scene where they all find out he's a virgin. 
That was just like a sketch Steve Carell had, like an idea oh, yeah? he had, and then he went to Aptow, and Aptow was like, "Oh, we can just do a whole movie about that." Just like we'll just take that and run. Yeah, so it was just that fucking one scene, and everything else was just fragments to it. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's it's one of the last good movies ever made. What do you think the last good comedy movie ever was? We were talking about this because I like, think we brought it up. Yeah, yeah, because uh, forgetting was, Sarah was, Marshall is what the brought it up. That's a good fucking movie. Yeah. That's one of the last good ones because it was on. It was Schultz and Rogan talking about their podcast. They're like, comedy movies are dead. Oh, and yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, they're kind of right. Like, when's the last time you're like, oh, I'm gonna go see a comedy movie? Yeah, never. Not since Kevin Hart and The Rock started shitting out. Yeah. I didn't watch any of those. No, they're okay. Like Jumanji and shit, though. It's like, these are comedy movies now. Honestly, though, I watched the first remake of Jumanji. Eh, pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I mean, Jack Black fucking carries it because he's the man. It's not, uh, yeah, definitely Jack Black's. It's also know, Tropic Thunder. I would just rather ones. watch Tropic Thunder. Yes. Though. If I was like, you guys want to watch Jumanji? I'd be like, can we watch Tropic Thunder? Yeah, can we instead? just do the better version <laughs> yeah, of this? Can we do that? It's way better movie. That's one of the best fucking brilliant comedy movies. I what think else? it was. Uh, I think this is the end. Was the last, and that was 2013. This is the end. Is good. I mean, well, it's it's not fair because he does Marvel movies now. But anything Taika Waititi does, like he did the last two Thor movies, those are funny. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. funny. Especially, yeah, yeah. I mean, the most recent one was funny, but it wasn't as good as the last one. It's tough to make something really funny that also is kid friendly, and that's what Thor is. Yeah, you know, like so. This is it's a funny movie, but also your seven year old son is going to be watching. He's going to love the shit out of it. Yeah, but so. he did uh, before that. He did what we do in the shadows, which is now a TV show, but it was a movie. You ever see that one? I've heard about it. It's is that with fucking Johnny Depp? N- no. That's the it's Amber Heard, and <laughs> she's just flying around as a vampire, shitting everywhere. Just pooping. Just pooping, <laughs> just from the sky. You know, it's raining down. Like that could Armageddon. be a good movie. We should write that up for the poop vampire. We can bring back comedy movies. <laughs> and so it begins. There we go. That's the only way she's gonna get back into the public eye. If she rides this poop train. Ride the poop train. People all over the world <laughs> join hands. Yeah. Start a poop train. No, uh, so he did, what we do in the shadows is amazing. And he did one. I don't remember if it was after or before that, but it's called uh, uh, The Hunt for the Wilder People. No, I've never heard of either of those. Dude. Dude, Hunt for so Red October is pretty good, though. That's pretty good. So <laughs> that was pretty this one's movie. a few less submarines, a little okay. more jokes. I don't know about that. Yeah, but yeah, anyone, anyone listening to our millions of fans, <laughs> this is the one that catapults us. Yes. Remember that? Yeah. Whatever we're talking Elon about. Elon Musk retweet me when I say uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and fucking What We Do in the Shadows are both brilliant fucking comedies. What we do? In the, I feel so like good. I've seen What We Do in the Shadows. It sounds super. It's familiar, so good, but. It's like, well, they have the show now. It's like a spinoff of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's always like on Hulu and shit. What yeah. We do in the shadows. And it's the show's pretty funny, too. We were just watching it yesterday, actually. Uh, but the movie, it's so good. It's because it's done like like The Office, where it's like fake documentary style. Yeah. And there's like, these vampires uh, that live in New Zealand, of course, because it's like with TV. And they're just like, them just like doing their everyday lives and they like getting fights about like who's doing the laundry and shit. And, yeah. Um, it's so good. You I know. don't know. I think you've talked to me about it. You know who doesn't get enough credit, though, or their movies aren't talked about enough? I, I At least I think. is fucking Simon Pegg and The Shaun of the Dead, The the World's End, Dude. and Hot Fuzz. Like, those yeah. are three really fucking funny movies. Oh, so good. I mean, a lot of people didn't like The World's End. 
I just rewatched it. I loved it. Did dude. you? Yeah. <laughs> I saw it with some. Who was I talking to? A friend of mine, and they they were like, I couldn't get into it because Simon Pegg's character in that movie is such a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, but he's a cool guy, dude. Yeah. He's acting. He's a, yeah. He doesn't actually act like he's that. He's not a prob- probably not that mean of a guy. No, he's probably a sweetheart, really. Yeah. But they're so fast, fucking paced. Like yeah. I can watch those movies. They keep my attention so easily just because. The yeah. British fucking one line after one line after yeah. fucking one line. Everything. It's always a, there's always a who's on first every fucking fifteen minutes. Right, callbacks like, oh, constantly. Yes, here we go. Dude, I love those fucking. Shaun movies. of the Dead is probably top ten comedies maybe ever. It's so. Fucking it's brilliant. Good, dude. <laughs> it's so. It has funny. no flaws. And Hot Fuzz too. Is Hot Fuzz is great. good. Hot Fuzz they is really fucking solid. They really spin the horror comedy mixed together. That yeah. is fucking. I don't know who else does it better. Well, shit gets real. Well, that was the other one I was going to say. I forgot. Uh, uh, the other Taika Watiki one was a big blockbuster. Did you ever see Jojo Rabbit? Uh-uh. So it's it's, it's like it's this little kid growing up in like 1940s. You work for the Academy, dude? All these yes. fucking deep cut movies? Deep cut, dude. Did you say Moonlight? <laughs> it was <laughs> hilarious. Well, that one was fucking a big Hollywood movie. Slumdog Millionaire? No, although that is hilarious. <laughs> it's like this guy knows all this. Yeah, right. He's a slum dog. He's a what slum a joke, dog, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. That's just his name, actually, a slum dog millionaire. Yes, <laughs> he really, seen. really paid off when he got that million dollars. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, finally. Everyone's like, why are you calling yourself that? He's like, who's my name? <laughs> that is my name. That is that is my name. I've been really into um, war movies lately. I don't know what's getting into me. I'm getting patriotic. It must have been the Fourth of July or oh, something. Oh yeah. Yeah, I rewatched like. Uh, Lone Survivor and fucking Hurt Locker. Dude, Hurt Locker is so fucking good. I can't get enough of these war movies for some reason. It's just your animal instincts coming out, I don't know what it is with me. I got like a camo bucket hat, and I think that's what's doing it. That's what is the camo, dude. It's contagious. I'm wearing this, and now I got to watch these fucking movies. Can't get enough of it, dude. Lone Survivor is fucking really good. Which one is that one? It's the Mark Wahlberg and uh, the dude from Friday Night Lights. And it's like four seals, and they go do this job, and all of them die but him. Are he's they like, like circus seals? How do they train them? Are they yeah, like they all have uh, circus balls on yeah, their nose. Yeah, they're balancing balls on the top of their nose. They're fucking Navy seals. God respect. Oh, all right? Wow. They have them in the Navy now, too. That's but it's like, like real yes. <laughs> animal crossover. That's, that's why they swim so much. They just strap C4 to a seal. <laughs> they just yeah. like send it in. It just goes fucking. right. Like, shit. <laughs> Fuck, he's coming back to the boat. Don't hit the button. <laughs> Dump the fish out. Dump the fish. Throw the fish. Throw the fish that way. He's hungry. He wants the fish. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's trying to do tricks. Just blows up. <laughs> just blows, sinks the shit. boat. We got to start implementing humans into these. Yes. You know, okay, guys. So I had this idea with seals. How about we just have men and we call them seals? How about that? <laughs> And Everyone's like, fine. I'm like, okay, I guess. The, the seal trainer's like, fuck, and just like spikes his bucket of fish. Like, this is bullshit. He's like, what if we just have humans do this instead? And the seal trainer was like, for one request, you have to call them seals. Yes, in my honor. In my honor. In the honor of Slippy, who just blew up for this country. Slippy loved this country. There's a bunch of fucking Americans on a boat like, dumping a seal. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> this picture of the, the casket coming back with the flag draped on it and it's yeah. just a bunch of seal bits bunch inside of, <laughs> seal bits. his two seal buddies have to fold the flag up in a triangle <laughs> <laughs> everyone's waiting for like an hour while these seals trying to figure out how to fold <laughs> the flag flippers though, so it doesn't like work someone with thumbs give them a hand God, please this is all too much we just gotta do 
Let's just make some humans do the most intense training ever. <laughs> yeah, let's just make humans swim a lot and shoot people. God. I don't know what it is, though. Super into the war movies. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. I did the watch. Propaganda's uh, getting me. Yeah, it is. You're going to listen. God bless America. I wish they'd bring back the draft. And I, <laughs> I secretly do wish they'd bring it back and they'd see me and they're like, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, a lot of these fucking pussies would shape up real quick. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. God forbid. I was just in people. fucking Seattle. All those pussies. Oh, God forbid Seattle had to storm the beaches of Normandy, oh, dude. Oh, God, God dude. forbid. God forbid. We relied on We'd Seattle. all be speaking German, buddy. <laughs> yeah, or France. Or, fr- or France. We'd all be speaking France. That's where Normandy was, right? That's who we were fighting? Yeah, I don't know. They're all over there. We'd just blow them up. Good Lord. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. God forbid you got to storm the beaches of Normandy. That's oh. a saying I, I bring up quite frequently. <laughs> well, I want to say... Working customer service. God forbid. One more military <laughs> thing. Yeah, uh, I love the military. Because I want to talk about Sam's in the show and his book and shit. Yeah, Before yeah. we get too off tangent and just ran on movies forever. way off tangent this I watched uh, the new Jack Reacher show. I've heard good things. On Amazon. It's just called Reacher. Yeah. It's fucking... Awesome. Is dude. it really? Is it uh, Jim from The Office? Is that who it is? No, that was a different. There's Jack like a Reacher billion fucking off. Tom Clancy, whatever Jack Reacher, whatever. Yeah. This one is. It's just a show. It's some dude. I've never seen him before, but he's like, that was a, a beef apparently with Thomas Cruise and Sir Thomas the Cruise. Sir Thomas. He's uh, a wee little man. Yeah, as you know, little guy. So Jack Reacher in the books like of Jack Reacher, three, right? he's like a monster. He's yeah, like yeah. this huge, imposing dude. And the guy in this show is this fucking huge dude. Yeah, yeah. And he just whips everyone's ass, but he's also like Sherlock Holmes level, like, I'm three steps ahead of you at all time. And I like, love that shit. It's Fuck like yeah. really fucking smart and good and awesome. I love it when the hero in a in a show is just the hero he knows everything he's the hero that's why he, all these fucking anti-heroes like all oh, these heroes are flawed like kind of what they're doing with spider-man a little bit yeah how he's like he's no he's the hero this yeah. guy knows fucking everything he whips ass yeah that's sure. like how like batman is primed like no batman just he's got it all under control he's got it all figured and out you're gonna be impressed just like how he does it yeah and that's this guy he's fucking basically like ex-military batman monster and he just beats the shit like brutally fucking murders people. Good action scenes then. Great action okay. scenes, but also like the dialogue's really smart. Uh, he's always like got quick with the comebacks and like ragging on people too. Love it. It is the last episode where they have like the big boss showdown is like super corny and over the top, but the rest of it fucking brilliant. I like a little cornball. Did you watch a Terminal List, the one with Chris Pratt? No, that's good too though. It's pretty good. I it's love another, me some it's Pratt. It's another like kind of military one, but not really, but yeah. it kind of is. Yeah. I love me some Chris Pratt too. Dude, the Pratt is the man. Yeah. Should we do our the things we want to talk about real quick and then we can get back off subject with some movies? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, <laughs> so before we start going, <laughs> before everyone tunes out, they're like, God, they're just they're talking like, about movies yeah, they like. Before we do this every time. We're we, like, all right, we've done 50 minutes of podcasting. Now let's talk about what we want to. Like, oh, yeah, uh, we have a show this weekend, and we do. Yeah, we have two shows this weekend, Two bitch. big fucking hot shows this weekend. God, I'm excited. Uh, Sam Talent. Fuck yes. Is coming to the boat, coming back to the boat. He used to be a regular up here. And we tried to get him up once before. It didn't quite work out. There's some scheduling difficulties. Hollywood, baby. It's Hollywood, dude. It's Hollywood. He's, he's a big man. He's in big demand. He is in big demand. If you don't know who Sam Talon is, do yourself a favor and fucking look him up. I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, like, we love Sean and shit. Like, he's the fucking best. Like, he's yeah, an yeah. absolute murderer. 
I'm so excited to see fucking Sam. <laughs> yeah, dude, me too. Dude, I'm so I'm so hyped. I have no idea what to expect, and I'm 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 kind of keeping it that way. I've seen, I've seen like, I've seen him in person one time. I got to hang out with him briefly. So, uh, we did a show here with Sean and Caitlin and Cypher. Yeah. This was October. I'm looking for the poster. Where's it at on the wall? 2021, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was just right after the pandemic we were all wearing masks. Yep. It was October 17th um, of 2020, not even Holy 2021. Holy shit. Because then they came Where back. Where does time go? Right? <laughs> um, but I went down and we... Uh, we're taking them to do this show at Ratio Brewery in Denver. And this was the most fucking dynamite show ever. Five people. It was Sean headlining, uh, preceded by Adam, Kate, and Holland. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Adam, Kate, and Holland. Shout out to our boy, uh, ACH. And then then it was uh, Caitlin Cook. Another friend of the show. Friend of the show. God damn it, we got a lot of friends. God, we're so friendly. And then... Cypher Sounds, friend of the show, show. who's now just blowing up all over the place. Multi-talented motherfucker. Incredibly talented. And then uh, the host of the show was Sam Talent. New friend of the show. New future friend of the show. (laughs) Dude. I love new friendships. It was... Awesome! That's a fucking crazy. It was up. just blew it out of the water. Like we showed up early. It's like a Sunday show too, right? Because it was after our shows. It was had to have been like a Sunday or Monday show. It was a Sunday show, That's yeah. Because we did wild. our show Saturday, and there's just a, a Sunday in Denver. Just this like one of the best lineups in the fucking country. Yeah. Outside of like the store, you could spend eighty dollars a ticket on yeah. that fucking lineup. I don't know what the tickets were dude. because yeah. I didn't pay because they're friends of the show. Friends of the shows. Um, but it was sold out. Like, yeah. hard sold out. Fuck, dude. And it was so awesome. Uh, Sam is so fucking quick. Like, he just, like, goes around the crowd and was like, what are you doing over there? What are you doing over here? And he's just like, snap, 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 snap. Fuck. But yeah, I, I rolled up. I was all fucking hungover and had just driven, like, fucking so many hours. That weekend, I I drove to Denver, picked them up, drove back, and we did a show, and then I drove them to Denver again the next day after, like, you know, partying until three in the fucking morning yeah. and shit. And I was just a zombie and like, you know, roll up to Sam Talent and he's like, hey, what are you wearing? This and that. And I was like, uh, uh, I can't think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could riff with you. You're the smart one. <laughs> and I am sad. I'm sad. Make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I will laugh. I will laugh at you. And then I, I sat in the back, the like green room, if you will. Of course, that's what comics do. That's what we do. No, but sit it was up just with the, the normal people. Yeah, not with are you, you plebs. kidding me? <laughs> Disgusting. Regular folk. Ugh. No, uh, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. And we sat back there, and uh, before the show happened, uh, Sean and Caitlin had a podcast together at the time. I think Sean still does it by himself. It's called Five Words, which is really funny. And I just sat in. It was just the four of us and on a bench, and those two interviewing Sam and doing this podcast, and me just sitting there like a schoolgirl, just like, ha, 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 ha. You're so fun, and I just <laughs> <laughs> just, just sat and watched. Best. And then, like, as soon as it was, it was over, on cheeks, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and then, so Sam's the fucking man. He's so funny, and not only is he an awesome comedian, he's got he's an author. He's got two books out. Yep. And we both read his first book, Running the Light. Running the Light. It's called Highly Encourage Anyone to Pick It Up, and it's about comedy, but it's not like. You don't have to be like a huge comedy fan to like it. No, not at all. I mean, it helps. It helps. It definitely helps. It's fucking uh, 
the most creative fucking shit I've ever read, though. Like, like, yeah. I was reading it, and I was like, you could tell this dude took a few creative writing courses. Dude. An absolute wordsmith. Like, his and descriptions, older. the way he paints a picture of a scene is just unreal. The way dude. he describes people. And, like, Billy Ray is... is Billy Ray is, is the main character. Billy Ray Schaefer. Billy Ray Schaefer. And it's definitely, it's, like, modeled after Sam a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, like, a big-ass dude. He's from Colorado. Got sideburns. Got sideburns. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and even like the picture on the front of the book, it kind of looks like him, but all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but he's like the biggest anti-hero. Like he's a legit piece of shit. Yeah. Everything he does, you're like, why are you making these choices? Yeah. Self-sabotaging the whole fucking time, but you're rooting for him so goddamn hard. Yeah. At every turn. Like you like want him to put it all together. Cause you can tell like. He has but you know he's not gonna. Right. Dude, is the fucked up part. Right, because he's such a self-sabotage. He's such a drug addict. Yeah. He's such a fiend. Just you an know? alcoholic. Just complete piece of shit. And it just it follows him over a course of like, I don't know, like a week, maybe? It's a week of shows. Yeah. A, a week w- of hell gigs is what the book describes it as. Yeah. I think it's mainly around Colorado, too. Because I think it's Sam's all from pretty Colorado, much there, yeah. so he knows the fucking state really well. Yeah. So he's telling all these fucking stories about the bars he's going into, and he's describing the bar, the bartender, the dude who booked the show, the people in the show, and the descriptions he uses it paints such a fucking crazy picture. You're there in the fucking book. It's amazing. It's so goddamn good. And, and even the comedy parts, like when... Billy Ray takes a stage. He does the the neck rolls before he gets on fucking mm-hmm. stage. He does that every time. You yeah, know, you can see fucking everything. And the, those were my favorite parts when he was Talk on stage. Talk more another guy. There you go. I didn't even fucking. You're good. God damn it! This whole podcast is shot. Dude. No, it's fine. It's That's shot. just a little. I'll just turn the volume up there. But uh, this whole podcast. This was gonna be our claim to fame too. Yeah, we fucking blew it. It's no, it's dipped down, it's all gonna dude. Be good. But the the book and it's it's such a like. Because he's, it's such a thing with like drug addicts and like addicts in general, is that they're always, they're like, their whole like thought process only goes to the future as far as like their next score yeah. or their next hit or whatever. And that's like pretty much his whole motivation for like two thirds of his book. I mean, he has like his inner monologue about his family and he's trying to get his shit together. Yeah. But like, after every show, it's just him trying to find coke. Yeah, where can I go get cocaine? Where can I Who go? Who can get I cocaine? find it from? That guy looks like he has some. Right, and the, he's like the guy got all with the, the ducks, dude. How good of a description was that one? The dude who who had, who opened for him, who had the duck that shit on the bingo. <laughs> yeah, and like he was talking about that fucking guy and how big of a piece of shit he is. Yep. God, that was fucking good. Yeah, and he and does all he the sets gigs. Sets the duck free at the end. It's like <laughs> so righteous in some moments too. You're like, yeah. God, this is good. Just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude. Oh my god. And then like he has like the the one night stands, and he like gets the robbed. menage a trois. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gets fucking robbed at the end. The whole time he's just a huge fucking piece of shit. Right. But the thing, it is a book about comedy. Yeah. Whether, you know, you want to think it is, it's a book about his family, the trials and tribulations of what it's like to be a comedian. It's a book about fucking a comedian who is funny. And that point Sam drove across. Yes. Over and over again in the Like book. he is legitimately good and he was like the point is he was like a big star at one point in time and he kind of like fell from grace. Yeah. And now he's just kind of like this road guy and people are like, "Hey, don't I know you from like this or that and that?" And he's like, "Uh uh uh." uh. Yeah, but he's such a fucking piece of shit. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. Right. If any of these people know him, he's just trying to get paid so he right. can buy drugs. Yeah, and like, doesn't give a fuck. Like, his big goal is, like, to get on a cruise ship. Yeah. So he can make money. 
Yeah. You know, and he's, and he's ju- like justifying that in his head the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. And he hates his manager. He's like, God, I hope he can get me on the fucking cruise ships. Yeah. And if you know anything about comedy, you know, cruise ships are the fucking the purgatory. biggest sellout of yeah. all time. But that, that I also like that part. <laughs> he was like really trying to be on the cruise ship yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I met a guy who did cruise ships. Uh, I would love to do a cruise ship. I did a show when I did um, Boulder. I can't, you know, it wasn't the one that I did. It was the one before. So one week I dropped off Matt Ruby after he did our podcast. That day we fucking drove to Boulder and I dropped him off and he did the Boulder show. And I was talking to this guy who was on there and he had, he had done a young kid too from uh, California, from LA. And he was doing cruise ships. And I was like, what's that like? He's like, it's fucking sweet. Yeah, <laughs> He's I like, bet, it's dude. awesome. He's You're like, I kill all the time. Everyone there is liquored up. They don't give a fuck. They're like there for a show. You know what I mean? And it's like a thing where like they already paid for it ahead of time. So they had the energy of like, I paid for it. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, like it's not just people just walking up, but it's also people who are like loose and just kind of like there to have a good time and shit. I, I don't know. It's it seemed like it was awesome the way he described I, I it. I think we should try to get on cruise ships. That should be our next. We should just make a boat and take it up and down the Yampa, and we can tell jokes on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just hit rocks and chicks. It's just so like low. Just, the whole time, just <laughs> gunk. We can only make it about forty yards at a time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go from Craig to Hayden and back, and that'll be our thing. I'm down. That could be fun. Yeah. Anyway, the book is fucking fantastic. It's unreal. It's one dude. of my favorite books I've ever fucking read. So good, and it's like, and it's so like smart like the that's the other thing about billy ray's character is like there's a reason why he's funny is because he's very sharp he's very intuitive and like he can read people like a fucking book like he'll just like look around a bar and be like this guy's wearing that like i can yeah. tell like he's not someone i can get drugs from because that's like his he like uses this gift this like superpower of being so good with people and he uses it just to try to score a coke after his shows yeah yeah and well he was also in prison for like three years yeah so that plays a lot into his fucking character yeah. And how he doesn't take a whole lot of shit. Like some, a lot of the conversations he has with people, someone will say something shitty to him, and like in his head he'll retort, and then for like a paragraph he'll go through the retort, and then the next sentence will be like, "But he didn't say any of that." <laughs> yeah, he be like, and he said, "Have a good day." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say any of it. He had all these shit he like could he say. He could just like just he has the <laughs> yeah. gun loaded, and he's like, "Nah," and he just puts and it and down. He just grabbed another whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. God, it was so fucking good. It's so awesome. He's drinking like Listerine by the end of the book. Yeah. Because like, he just doesn't have money. Yeah, <laughs> like his face is all fucked up. He gets in a car accident at one point, and his face is all fucked, and he's like sweating and like hungover and like got hit with a brick at one point. Yeah, it was beautiful from beginning to end. Dude. Especially the end it was fucking beautiful, mm-hmm. dude. And he laughed. Yeah. That was the last sentence. I was he like, had to oh, laugh. Son of a. Last Pitch. the last line is Billy Ray had to laugh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 fucking oh man, I don't want to spoil it, but I don't think it can fucking matters. Yeah, no anyone anyone it. listening, read this book, dude. Running the light, it's fucking brilliant. And he's got another book out called Waiting for Death to Claim Us. I think I okay. think that's the other book he has out. It's something he's been promoting on fucking Twitter. I don't know if it's just an audio book or if it's something else, but I'm pretty sure it's a fucking book. Yeah, we'll find out this weekend. Because if it is, I'll fucking buy it, and I'll read that shit. Yeah. No fucking doubt. Am I still on? Are we yeah, going? Yeah, still going. Jesus Christ, these mics. These fucking mics. My, this fucking whole studio is falling apart, man. <laughs> Luckily, we're about to upgrade to Steamboat Comedy Headquarters, dude. That's right, baby. That's <laughs> yeah. coming down the pipes. Big news. Coming. Big news coming this news. October to a Steamboat Springs community near you. We're going to have the... Uh, 
Steamboat Comedy HQ. Headquarters, that's what we're going to call it. Yes. We've got a new fucking studio. New place to rent. That's what we, for now, it's just got to be headquarters. We're yeah. Going, like, we're going back to headquarters. We're going back to the headquarters. Going back to headquarters. Where we're going to fucking work on some shit. Going back to the lab yeah. at headquarters. Me and Kyle will be moving in together to uh, bring you as much content as we fucking can. Absolutely. That's it. And that's what's on the internet happen. in real life. That's that's the one we like is the stuff in real life. Yeah, that's fun. But uh, <laughs> so, but we'll focus on other shit too. Yeah, we'll get the message out via the internet. Yeah, that's what you have to do these days. That's what we're doing right now. Or else you're an old man. Yeah. You're or else you're fucking grumpy. dinosaur, dude. No, I'm excited for that. It's gonna be fucking sick, dude. It's gonna be great. Here in a couple months. Oh yeah, baby. Yep, we're gonna have a big online presence. Big online presence. Build we're that be up. Skiing. Trying to get some regular shit going. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be telling jokes. We're gonna be That's telling what the fuck jokes. We're doing. We've been getting. We've been getting after the jokes. I've yeah. noticed both both me and you's been trying to write some new fucking shit. Definitely, I've been like losing my mind. I need new material. Yeah, I we've been talking about that for fucking years. For, I mean, for dude. everyone, after you finish your first set that you like, you're like God, I need new jokes. Yeah. Especially yeah. after you do them like. Fucking a, like a, a dozen shows. You're like, I need new jokes. And then a year later, you're like, all right, I'll try some new jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have been, though. Been getting fucking after it at the open mics. At least trying to, man. You got to. You can't get stale. No. And it gets boring. And it's like, what's the point? <laughs> There's no point to any of this. Nihilism. Just our own fucking delusions of grandeur. <laughs> yeah, someday <laughs> this will be worth it, maybe. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> Matt's special open micer coming out. <laughs> open micer, dude. I'm just going to do a special at our open mics. Yep. It's going to be a 15-minute special. Put it out on YouTube. Yeah. And then we'll be famous. Well, honestly, one thing that's been driving me is uh, doing all those road gigs with Robbie. Like, and they went well, and he was definitely, like, really happy with how, like, I did. Like, I thought I did pretty well at all the shows. Um but, like, it's going to be his thing is, like, getting bigger all the time. His, like, porch tour that he does yeah, uh, has been getting bigger all the time. And, like, basically any time he's west of the Mississippi, he hits me up. That's what's up. Which sucks. He has a big show he's doing in Denver, but it's the same weekend Brent's here, so I can't do it. Which I was super fucking bummed about it. We were talking about it, trying to get dates going. I was like, I don't have a show here. Can you do this other date? And he's like, I don't know. And But that's a motivator because, like, I'm going to do it again next year. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I want to have fresh jokes and shit, you know? Yeah. You can keep some of the hits and shit here and there, but, like... You don't like, want to show up with the same set. No, dude. Fuck no. No, it's, it's such a huge... embarrassing, dude. Getting on the road, like, as much as, like, being here and doing shows here yeah. is a motivator to have new material, being on the road is, like, just the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a little looser on the road. You don't know these fucking people. You don't live here. Yeah. There's a little different vibe to it. That's true. Like, well, I'm, we I'm always, leaving tomorrow. Yeah. You know? But it's oh, you also want to nice make a good impression because that's how you spread your name and shit. For sure, definitely. That's, you know? you want to be likable. That's yeah. the number one fucking goal. It's it's chill afterwards, especially because people are just like stoked to hang out with you and shit. And like if these shows, yeah. if you do good. <laughs> oh god. The, I think I told you that before where I did the the weekend with Reno and then uh the show outside of Austin and yeah, like, yeah. Reno I fucking crushed and like everyone afterwards were like Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh my god, let's hang out and this and that. And then fucking I was like, Yeah, I'm so fucking awesome at comedy. And then the <laughs> next and then the next fucking day we go to Texas and this show, to be fair, was kind of a disaster. I think I mentioned before, the guy in the front row was sleeping. It was yeah. like outside in the heat. And like couldn't that feel after the show, like I'm like, yeah, I couldn't bum a cigarette. Dude. I was like <laughs> everyone hates I was like just sitting there like afterwards, and, like people like kinda walk by and like half make eye contact with you like 
ask the bartender for a cup of water. They're like, go to They're the They're like, bathroom. we're out. Yeah. <laughs> can, here's a cup. Go run it under the sink in yeah, the bathroom. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. Thank and you. I was like, man, I want to shoot myself in the head. <laughs> Just the highs and the lows, dude. Yeah. And that's kind of like what the book does so well. Because like Billy Ray is like, there's moments where he's like, after a show and people are like, oh my God. And he's like, oh, people always want to hang out with me and this and that. And like girls fucking takes chicks home after shows. Then there's other shows where he's like trying to get crack in an alley after a yeah, show. And yeah. it like doesn't work out for him and shit. Like, Dude, like I think the climax, the climax of the book is obviously when he goes back to his When he ex- confronts his ex-wife. His ex-wife. But I think the other climax is the second show because uh, Sam Talent writes in Norm MacDonald. Like he uses uh, real oh, yeah. characters. So Sam Talent writes in Norm Macdonald. And he mentions uh, Sean Patton in it, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And some other fucking Denver comics as well. Is it Adam? I can't remember who the other one. He's like, he's like, oh, it's a completely new game. Like, I go to Comedy Works now. And he's like, and it's funny because he's describing, like, the green room at Comedy Works, which I've been in before. Yeah, And I was yeah. like, this is fucking cool. And... He's and like, I imagine the fucking openers that were on that show in the book are actual people from fucking Denver as well. Wouldn't surprise me. I, I mean, he knows them all. Yeah, but he does really good at the first show with Norm, and then the second show with Norm, he gets the light early, which, like, I started sweating during that part of the book. Yeah. Like, the second show, he gets the light early because he goes off off topic. He just starts, like, his, rambling, basically. Starts rambling and t- telling, like, the truth about himself and yeah. life and shit, and they give him the light, and he gets off, and he's all pissed off, and Norm's like, no, dude, that was beautiful. The shit you did last night, that was bullshit. Right. This was comedy. You're the one that told me that, and Billy Ray was like, no, fuck you. I don't know what I was saying. Yeah. And then leaves, and that's And storms it. out the back to door. To go try to buy crack. Yep. It was fucking... I don't know, man. It was a good-ass fucking book. <laughs> such a good read, dude. I mean, he's such a a wordsmith, dude. Like, the, even some of, like, the, like, diction he's throwing out. Like, I was telling you, I, like, I was like, what does this word mean? I, gotta <laughs> I like, look Google it. Like, up. a couple times I was like, oh, man, I've never even heard anyone use this fucking yeah. word in a book before. There was just a couple paragraphs in there that I had to, I fucking had to circle them. Because I was like, I got to go back and reread that shit a couple times. But one of the shows that he was uh, writing about was, like, the audience was fucking hated what was going on before. They were pieces of shit. I can't remember. And then he gets on stage and he starts to get a fucking bloody nose from doing cocaine. Yeah. And like he turns it around and wins the audience over. And yeah. then like the end of the paragraph, he goes, oh, you guys thought you had me. I have you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that is so vindicating. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And it's like almost like for him, it's like a, like a conquering thing. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. He's like, you thought you had me. That's the other part of the book. He's like, he talks about how like you either kill, you either die, you either, um, murder mm-hmm. you slaughter all these terms that comedians about, use it's all to describe how their sets go it's, it's all death. warfare yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which was fucking cool mm-hmm. it's a weird goddamn thing but it is man it's so good such a good fucking book That's i'm so good. excited to fucking see him in yeah. person dude i, I don't want to fucking nerd out too much like, dude when you the fucking second chapter <laughs> billy ray was in the stall and he was doing cocaine and the fact i was taking the shit then that was crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he'd be like, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Sick. But he's a super chill. I mean, like they said, the, like the one time I kind of hung out with him, he was super chill, super nice, dude. Nice. But there was one moment where it was like, Sean was taking a piss up and it was like just me and him. And I was like, I'm so hungry. I was like, fuck, like I can't make conversation with this guy right now. And I was like, oh, and he's like, so you from Steamboat? And I was like, yeah. And like, 
tried to chat back and forth, and I just felt like such a retard. Yeah. <laughs> like such That's an idiot. Awesome. I was like, I'm making an absolutely terrible impression on you right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like sick, What's dude. What's up, dude? <laughs> I'm gonna come to uh, Steamboat sometime. Yeah, you've well, been there before, but well, it was funny because come he, back. <laughs> it was like kind of a weird moment. He goes, uh, he's like, yeah, I used to um, go to the Chief Theater. I used to headline uh, the New Year's Eve show there every year for like a number of years. And I was like, that's weird. I headlined the New Year's Eve show this year. Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh, and I was kind of like. I'm you. <laughs> yes, we are the same. You we and are I. the same. You and I. But I was like, in my mind, I was like, that's a perfect opportunity to like make a joke, and I just didn't. <laughs> you, <laughs> just, just, you just stared into instead his eyes. I was just like, Am I you? Can no. I be big and tall like you one day? It'll be fucking awesome. I'm I can't sure wait. It'll be a fucking great guy. I can't remember. Oh, my phone's not on me. I can't remember who his opener is too. Uh, he's bringing somebody with him to feature from Denver or mm-hmm. nice. Fuck. Yeah. I assume so. Or maybe from Fort Collins. I'm not sure where he's coming in from. Nice. Cause he lives in, he lives in Foco now. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought he lived in New York. Mm-mm. You told me that the other day. I was like, huh? Yeah. Now he's a, that's he's inspiring a, as shit that you can be as big as he is. Well, I mean, once you're big enough to just Collins. book road gigs everywhere, you can fucking post up wherever you want. And there's, I mean, Denver is big enough, and Fort Collins, I mean, they have their club, too. I mean, you can still work all around Colorado. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's dope. Something. That's fucking cool. Should we talk about some movies? Jump back into movie talk? Should we? We got to discuss Top Gun. It's been, like, we both have seen it all right. for a while. But it's time to talk Top Gun. we just haven't been able to fucking get to it. Yeah. Time to talk Top Gun. Time to top Top Gun. It's, it's, how, you can't top Top Gun. You can't talk about Top and Top Gun. Without talking Top Gun. Got to talk. Well, first, to talk Top Gun, you got to talk the original Top Gun. So, you you watched it originally, didn't you? The The new original? One? I've seen it. I've seen the original fucking 30 times. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. I've I think I've seen it once and it was a long time ago. Yeah. But there's plenty of flashbacks in the new one. So yeah, like, oh, okay, dude, a right. lot of callbacks. It makes the movie way better if you've seen the first one. Yeah. You can still enjoy Maverick if you haven't seen the first one, but you're not going to get the full fucking grasp. Unless you've seen the original before. Full emotion. God, it was so good. For just as a movie, front to back. Mm-hmm. And the within the first ten minutes I was like getting emotional. I was like, are we watching this Tom Cruise and Maverick? And I'm getting emotional right now, right yeah. off the bat. Like, why do I what am I doing? Why do I care about this? But I cared a lot. The whole <laughs> fucking movie, dude. I was like, I care about this movie so much. Um, Miles Teller's in it, he's fucking fantastic. God, he's hot. How such hot is Miles Teller, dude? What a <laughs> stud. He's just such a good actor. I think it's funny how many like big actors, you you start in one of two ways, like your movie breakout thing. You either start as the dickhead boyfriend or yeah. like dickhead hateable guy, like Bradley Cooper did in uh, Wedding Crashers. Yep, that's good. A lot of like big time handsome fucking movie stars start that way. Or you start as like the cool guy. Yeah. And like Miles Teller started in the cool guy. In the movie, is it uh, 21 and over? 21 and over. He was also in Project X. I don't, oh, was he in Project X? Yeah, yeah. He was like the cool jock, though, that came to the party. You oh, know? okay. Like the guy that they wanted there. Okay. So, yeah, he was the cool guy. He, like, started as, like, the cool, like, I got funny one-liners and shit. Yeah. I think the, the funniest one for me on that note, always, is Zach Galifianakis. Because all the movies he's done in the last, like, you'd know him as, like, the awkward, weird, schlubby guy. His first big movie role was out cold, and he was, like, the cool dude. Yeah. Of, like, the crew, he was, like, the cool one. And then he went right from that to just being, like, fucking... Kind of autistic. Like, like literally autistic. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he fucking murders. Yeah. 
It's just it's funny like like people you don't think have like range and they do. You know, Galifianakis got range. He got range. I bet he could do a serious fucking movie and kill it. Oh, guarantee it. Guaranteed he could. Like the fucking, like when Jim Carrey started doing that shit and you're yeah. like, oh, he can act really well. Oh, God, yeah. Like Holy Eternal shit. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. My one God, of my favorite dude. fucking movies. The first one was The Truman Show because Fuck. it was still funny, but like pretty serious at the same time. Yeah. Like an yeah, actual yeah. acting gig, not just like. Jim, not like fucking. You go watch back, uh, me, myself, and Irene, and you can tell that like two thirds of the scenes are just like, all right, here's the scenario, Jim Carrey, uh, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to kill this you're cow. You're the aggressive one now. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be, or you have cotton mouth real bad. Go. Oh and that's my like, god, that scene. Right, right? and he's like, he's like teeth and all like back, and he's like, he's like slapping water in his face <laughs> and shit. It's just like, go ahead, but like. <laughs> That's such a good scene. So that movie is so ridiculous. Gets caught mouth within two minutes like, of taking the it's meds. Like, like one second later, <laughs> yeah. they like turn around and they turn back, and his face is like peeled back, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, it's so fucking silly." Back to Top Gun, though. The one, Gun. the one qualm I did have with it. Okay. Great actors in the movie. Sure. Great storyline. Absolutely. The fucking action sequences are really, really fucking dope. Dude, yeah. The one qualm is like you get all these good actors. And then you go to the football scene on the beach, and not one of them can act like they can throw a football. Oh yeah, dude! Every one of them just noodle arming, dude. It's <laughs> like you couldn't get someone out there for a half day. None of you to, are, to show them yeah. how to throw a spiral, thumb to thigh. Christ, you could. I could have got out there and been like, guys, all right, yeah, let's not make asses of ourselves. <laughs> boys. Seriously, hire huddle Trent Dilfer for a day. <laughs> yeah. He's not doing anything. <laughs> Take a knee, huddle around. All right, guys, thumb to thigh. All right, <laughs> that's it. That's the whole motion. <laughs> it's not that hard. Good God. Well, dude. also that whole. Because to replace, they had to like super one up the volleyball scene. Yeah. And so instead of just playing football, they played offense and defense at the same time football, like which, by the way, is completely stupid and can't work. It doesn't make any sense at all. I don't know how it would. And they're all skins. Like how you tell the teams apart. Everyone, There's no shirts and skins. It's just all everyone has a shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> they all just have to know who's on each other's yeah. team. Yeah. If I'm it the was quarterback, I'm like, fuck. That, that scene was mayhem. But it, that wasn't the point of the scene. The point of the scene was to get those bad boys greased up. Oh, dude, they were so and, greasy. And get those pecs popping. Miles Teller was all greased oh up. Oh, my buddy. God. He and was he put on some bulk, too, man. Dude, he was so hot in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and you know who was really hot was the dickhead guy. And this God. confirms my theory that guy's going to be a star. Because he's starting out as the really handsome dickhead guy. Mark my fucking words. I, I'm down. I'm in for this. Fucking three years from now. He's going to be A-list celebrity. Yeah, he's going to be in the, a rom-com with fucking Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> just getting dumped on. Yeah, dude. Fucking, they're both the vampires dump. and she's just shitting from the sky. <laughs> he's like, babe, come down from there. The uh, the action scenes were dope, though. My favorite scene was when uh, Maverick proved that you could do the test. Yeah. That I was, almost like teared up, dude. I was that like, was so fucking oh, awesome, It was so dude. intense. And everyone, they're like, who cleared him to go? Because that's always the thing. That's like, I heard a podcast, too, is they're like, this guy, he's like the greatest pilot ever. And like, he's done all this shit and like, you know, saved the day in Top Gun 1. And everyone just fucking treats him like shit. Yeah, dude. Like John Hem's character just comes in and right away is like, first of all, let's get one thing straight. I fucking hate you. Yeah, guts. I don't want you here. I didn't want you here. It's like, why not? He's the best pilot yeah, ever. Yeah, he's the Have best. Have you not heard? He's been serving his country for years and <laughs> yeah, years dude. and years. Defending against the Russians. Yeah. Since 88, I think, is yeah. when that movie came out. He's also out. the first person to ever go Mach 11. Where's his award for that? He's a world John. record holder, John Hamm. Goose was with him the whole time, though. Goose was with him. Dude. Goose was with him he's, the whole he's fucking. He's right. He's right in here oh in his heart. Oh my god! Talk to me, Goose. 
That was the first line that got. Did you get a little choked up? I got a little choked up because it's when he's trying to go Mach ten, or Mach eleven, mm-hmm. and he's like fucking feeling. It. He's like, "Talk to me, Goose," and I was like, "Oh shit, here yeah. we go." And then Miles Teller comes in with the "Talk to me, Dad," and I was like, "Oh, uh, you bitch, dude, mm-hmm. you got me, you bitch." <laughs> dude. But like the the action scenes and how they show their face and like you can see the G forces like yeah. actually like melting away the skin. Well, on they their were like face. actually in planes and shit. Yeah, dude. Fucking fantastic. If you're going to do uh, a sequel to a movie, that's how you fucking do it. Yeah. You put the movie out, and then you wait 30 fucking years, and then you do it right. Yes. You wait 30 years before the first movie <laughs> and the second movie. Hope too many actors don't die. Thank God Tom Cruise is going to live till he's 200 he years old. He looks the same age. He is so hot, too, dude. He is Everyone such in a, that movie. I mean, when he did, when he fucking popped off the shirt for the beach scene. He's 53, though. I was. I mean, I was like... He looks old. Yeah. But also sure. he looks great for being old. He's, he did the old guy thing where when you pop the shirt off, you keep the jeans just like right underneath the belly button. Yeah. You can't sag too low. You can't go those extra three inches no. to show the, the that, V, the hip V. That's young man territory, the hip V. Because you know it's not there it's for not him there. anymore. Doesn't just exist. your bones don't do that anymore. No. God, he was, he was still pretty hot in it though. Speaking of hot guys, we watched Thor. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Transition to that one, dude. Oh, my Chris God. Chris Hemsworth... Is so got like I like, he's the best. He's yeah, dude. Someone that incredibly good looking. Insanely good. Looking. Insane. He's the you best. Think he's the hottest man on earth. I, he's the hottest man on earth. I think so. Who's hotter than Chris? Hemsworth? Move over, Brad Pitt. It's yeah, Chris you're done. He's buddy. Said it's over. And not only that, but he's like, I'm more jacked than you've ever been. He was so jacked in this movie. When they blew his fucking clothes off, I was like, I blew, Whoa! I blew something in my pants. I fucking yeah, I blew clothes. my own pants off. <laughs> yeah, dude, like was, uh, into the ceiling. I I got angry when they blew his clothes off, like viscerally. I was like, he's so fucking hot. All these girls, unrealistic expectations. I started right? feeling like yeah, people were mad these, at Barbie. These beauty standards for men are now completely fucked. They're fucked. And it, what does that can do for guys like me and you? Nothing. I can't train that. And the hard. shittiest part is he's funnier than both of us. Oh my god, he's, he's so funny, like subtly funny. Fucking hair Dude, is I better laughed, than mine too. I laughed out loud so hard, and it was like this. I was like the only one who laughed. It was like this super subtle thing when because there's the whole dynamic in it. Spoiler alert uh, about the hammers and yeah, like his yeah. relationship to the two different hammers. It's like a romantic relationship. Yeah, and they like they're like get jealous and shit. Like they come and like look at him and stuff. When he's talking to Natalie Portman, he's like, "Well, how did how'd you uh, meet up with Mjolnir here?" Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and she's like, "Well, I you know Mjolnir just called to me actually." Oh. And he goes, "He's like, really? Is that right?" No, it's just the hammers between them. And he's like, "Oh, really?" It's the subtlety of the looks. Just like yeah, just like looks at like like slowly like turns his head down and just like gives the hammer the stare like a jealous fucking crazy ex girlfriend. Yeah, it's so brilliant. It's so funny. Or, like, it's so wild to think about them shooting that, though, because it's all pretty much fucking green screen. And then, like, a director, like, any of the scenes where he's, like, talking and then the hammer comes in from the fucking stage right or whatever, not to get too technical. Yeah. But comes into the fucking film. Like, that's just a dude with, like, a stick doing this. And then Chris Hemsworth snatches it. Snatches it or doing a look to it. And it's that simple. And it's fucking funny and it translates. What blew my mind is because we watched, you always got to watch all the fucking credits at the end of the movie. Of course. How many people. It's unreal. Are listed for a movie like Thor. These, these big budget movies. 
dude. 300, 400 people are working on it? Yeah, at least, dude. And it's all for like seven people who are acting in it, who, who get the accolades, dude. Yeah. It's all for Chris Hemsworth. Like, lists of fucking people. And none of those people get to go to the premiere, or at least like 10% of them do. No, like maybe... Christian the Bale's there, who also fucking oh, crushed he it. He was creepy. Dude. dude. Christian a- Bale fucking went for it. And he looked super it. scary, dude. It was so good. Like, if amazing. I was like 10 years old, I'd have been like, that's like... I'm terrified. I'm super scared of him. That might have been... I mean, they tried doing the horror aspect in Multiverse of Madness with, like, Wanda, where she was, like, basically a zombie and shit and chasing yeah. him. But, like, the scariest MCU character is Christian Bale as yeah. fucking gore. It's because he, he saw fucking Heath Ledger do it, bro. He's like, oh, that's how you play the villain. He's like, I want to kill myself, too. He didn't, thank God. Thank, thank God. God he hasn't yet. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's matter of time. No, he was really fucking good in it. Super creepy. He said he wasn't ever going to do another fucking superhero movie. And then he saw the part for the God Slayer, and he was like, oh. "Well, it was such a, it was such a like the range of it where he's like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Love and Thunder, go see it, you fucking jabroni." But he yeah, starts out, on. it's like a, a pity tale where he's <coughs> got his daughter, and his daughter dies, and he goes to be like, "Oh, the gods, you didn't help us. Why are you gonna help us?" And he like, he's like this like sad, pathetic dude, like a yeah. regular family man. And then he gets the sword and the powers, and that corrupts him. And he fucking like you see him like scene by scene, like getting more insane and like yeah. losing his mind. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like right back to himself. It's so good. It's so good, dude. And the soundtrack, a lot of Guns N' Roses. Fuck yes. I was thinking about this like those those songs came out in the eighties and shit, and they're great songs and they're yeah. dope. But cinema had not caught up with music, so now when you do. Thor, Love, and Thunder, you throw the fucking music from the 80s into it, and it does justice to oh, the yeah. fucking actual song. Oh, yeah. Like, you throw the CGI in there, and Thor jumping with fucking lightning coming down, and goddamn Sweet Child of Mine is playing, and you're like, yes, yes dude, this is what this song... Yes. This is what this song deserves. Oh, dude, that the the, fir- the last Thor one, uh, uh, fucking Ragnarok. Ragnarok, I still, every time I hear... Uh, that Zeppelin song, I think of Ragnarok. Yeah. It was perfect. They're finally dun, doing dun, some dun, justice dun, to dun, these dun, songs, dude. Yes, dude. Because no one's making any good rock music anymore. Not fucking really. sellouts. Except Marcus King and his yeah, hot he girlfriend. Is. And his ugly ass. His fucking gross ass and his super hot girlfriend. Someday that'll be us. Yeah. Oh, After God. Yes, we talk about that fucking. So, talking about music compared to comedy. It, Shane Gillis said it in his specials. It's not a very, it's not an incredibly original thought, but like something to ponder, though. Something to ponder for us and those listening. Maybe, maybe appreciate your local comedians more. Yeah, what we because do is sacrifice, and we will never. We could be the fucking funniest guy you've ever seen in your life. We will never ever hold a candle to an average touring musician. No. And it's bullshit. It sucks. We went and saw Andy Frasco, who put on a great show. Not great trying to job. take anything away from it. No, he was fantastic. Fantastic. Very, very cool. entertaining guy. Very fun show. Those guys crushed so hard. Everyone loved them. Everyone, they're on stage. They're all on. Someone threw mushrooms on stage and they all ate them and kept playing. And then the guy was, he had fucking hydraulics. Under his piano, they had a keyboard in the front, like the lead singer guy. 
he stood on the piano and the hydraulics lifted him up like 10 feet and then he just starts fog pouring fog machine came on. he's chugging whiskey God, he's and so just cool. like screaming and everyone every you could tell every single woman in the audience regardless of age regardless of marital status regardless of gender Regardless of gender, <laughs> wanted to suck his dick. It was. It was. Cool. I wanted to suck it his cool. dick. It was cool. Yeah, and to be honest, we should have. A part of but me I don't was think like, would have had us. I for a second, I was like, maybe if we hang out, we can hang out with him after the show. Yeah, we can be best friends with this guy. <laughs> and then our lives will be better. <laughs> and then like, take us on tour with you, dude. But for real, like everyone fucking loved him. That was there at the show. Just annihilated. That's all you want when you do any comedy. You're like, oh, I just want you guys to, you know, just like me and have a fun time. That's kind of the, the whole goal. It's to then, get people to just like you. Yeah, but then this guy goes up in two songs and he's got everyone wrapped around his fucking finger. Oh god, yeah. And, and like, they oh. never left for two hours. They're mad. They're sad when they do leave. Like, oh, I wanted you to play like, for more, two more hours. One more song. You did an hour and a half encore. It's like an encore. You ever get called on for an encore, Matt? <laughs> never, never, not once been called on for an encore. I've gone up again. <laughs> not, not, not because that anyone wanted, wanted me yeah. to, but I have. Yep. Well, someday we'll get called on for an encore, but that's the thing. Like, unless you're Burt Kreischer and have the machine story to go on to as yeah. an encore, what are you gonna do as a comedian with Nothing. an encore? You're gonna go back out there and like, oh, so anyways, reset the tone. Just t- tell another joke you said earlier. Yeah, they're like, I did all my shit, but you guys really wanted an encore. Keep going, I guess. <laughs> I got nothing other jokes, really. That happened. There's a band, same kind of thing. My roommate, he he had some friends. This guy he knew in like uh, uh, high school came and did a show in Glacier. He did it at Kips. And the band was just him and his girlfriend. And they fucking rocked. They were awesome. But like... We were all having such a good time and just like mosh pitting and going fucking crazy for this guy that like him, they just like looked at each other like, what do we do? We're out of songs. And they just, they played the same 10 songs, the same set list they did. (laughs) They did almost three times. It's like, I guess we'll just do it again. Oh my God. And they just did. And we're all like, that's the difference between music and comedy right there. Yep. You cannot do that with comedy. Nope. Go back out there and start your fucking set over. Yep. People be like, "What the fuck? No, go back. We don't want this encore." Right? That's insane. They'd be like, "We, we, we know." You like say the same punchline again. Everyone's like, "Ah." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember when you said that earlier. Yeah, that was that was good. You play the same song again though. They just people lose their fucking mind. I love this fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's bullshit. That's why they're two different art forms, though. Yeah. But the comparison between the two is kind of unfair. It is very unfair. It's unfair to people like me, and use. Yes. Come out to our shows this Friday. We'll Anyways, be doing encores. <laughs> we'll, we'll go up three times each. We're going to do this encores. Weekend. We have a hard out at 930, though. Hard out. Before the band comes some on. Some band is coming on. Some band is going to play all the same songs that you love and want to hear over and over again. And we're going to sit in the back in disgust as people funnel in who just missed Sam Talent. They have no idea what they had in front of their fucking hands. Right? Right it's in like, front of their face. If like, you would have been here an hour ago, you would like me. Yeah. You would have had maybe the greatest night of your life. And yeah. You'd have been like, holy shit, I'll remember this guy forever. Yeah. Not some fucking band. No, but you can't talk during comedy is a thing. You can talk during a band. Yeah. That's the other thing. People don't like to not talk. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> they, people like themselves. 
People love to talk. They I love was... them, their own noises. Did you ever watch Bo Burnham's new special, Inside? He I put it did. out a while ago. Yes, he just I has did. this. Well, it's, it's, it's super artistic, the fucking best. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it. But he's got like the one joke in there where every now and then he'll like sit on the stool in his whitey tidies and pretend like he's doing stand up. And he's got the one bit where he's like, Can anyone just shut the fuck <laughs> up? Can anyone. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Can any singular one shut the fuck up? <laughs> that would resonate with you. <laughs> I love it. He just keeps going into it, just breaking down the sentence. <laughs> That's the thing, though. You, you kind of got to shut the fuck up at a comedy show, and people don't like doing that. Yeah. And that's hard to explain to people trying to book us. Is I'm like, you know, <laughs> you're gonna have to shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, we'll just have happy hour, and you guys will do comedy in the background. And I'm it's like, like nope. it'll be a disaster. No, <laughs> it'll be a disaster. That would be the worst thing in the world. God, it wouldn't be good for anyone. You, me, the people there. No one would benefit. Imagine just going to like O'Neal's or like Sun Pies. During a fucking fight during a UFC fight card. <laughs> yeah. And we're in the corner trying to do stand-up. Oh, my God. That would be the worst possible thing in the world. We'd get in a fight. People would want to fight us. You'd be resorted to just talking shit. Yeah. I would just watch the fight, probably. Yeah. I just, mean, I'll just watch Just this, commentate the fight. like I'm Joe Rogan. And he's like, oh, nice leg kick. That's <laughs> yeah. all I, just, I just He's say working that. on that leg. That's going to come in handy in the fourth and oh. fifth round. He's hurting. He's wearing down <laughs> that leg. Damn. Yeah, you can't compare music and comedy, though, man. You can't. It just sucks to see that. Yeah, in shitty people can enjoy music. Yeah. Shitty people can't enjoy comedy. No. <laughs> so don't be a piece of shit. Come to our <laughs> show this weekend with Sam Talent. <laughs> so Let me write that down. Jamie, write that down. Jamie, look that up. That write was it down. fucking philosophical. All right, I think we're at an hour. Minus whatever we had to cut because we fucked up, but... Who knows how much of that gold we lost. Gold we <sighs> lost. Gold we lost. That gold we lost. And the three bears. All right, everyone, yes, come check it out this weekend with Sam Talent. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be fucking fun. It's going to be really a fucking excited. riot, and there's going to be thunderstorms, so you can't see the fucking dumb free concert, so don't go even try. Just get your tickets and come see live comedy. Come hang out inside with us. It's going to yeah. be dark. We're going to be fucking telling jokes. You're going to hear shit you never thought you could hear. Never thought you could hear. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's the best. I it's going to it so blow much. your mind. We can sit here and be like, oh, fucking music's better. Comedy is fucking all this. I love comedy so fucking much because you never know what the fuck you're going to hear. Never. And when you write fucking jokes, not to get too inside baseball because we're wrapping this up. Yep. When you write jokes, sometimes you're like, oh, God, there's nothing else to fucking talk about. And then you see someone go up, and you're like, of course. Of course why there's the f- more. There's so much more and to Why didn't about. I think of that? God damn it. Yes. I suck, but let's go. I guess I'm it's, super stoked. That kind of thing has motivated me to just like make notes about anything. Just and any, everything. Because then if I go to like the library, and I'm like, I need to write. There's At least I have something. Yeah. Something. I agree. And that's... I'm stoked. For like I just wrote shows. down the other day, I was like, "Why did nerdy Asian guy or why did nerdy fucking dudes always have Asian girlfriends?" You ever notice that? I did nerdy dudes always have like Asian nerdy girl. white dudes from America like fucking marry Asian chicks, or they like go to Japan and marry Asian chicks. It's usually because they're probably into anime. That's what makes them a nerd. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. I have a I have a joke. We can end on this joke. I just thought of it yesterday. I don't think I'll ever be able to do it on stage. It'll be like a life joke. You know, like life jokes. Like anytime I see a see a truck on the road that says wide load, whoever I'm driving with, I'll be like, ah, that was my nickname in high school. Of course. Something like that. The, the best. But yeah. this is like a, I had sex with a uh, 
an African-American girl, and it was so bad. <laughs> Afterwards, all of her friends switched their profile pictures to a black square. <laughs> <laughs> come out to our show. Hey, come out in for that and more. I won't be doing any racial Subtle jokes. Subtle racist humor. Subtle, it's not even racist, though, is it? I don't know. I is don't know it? the rules. I don't know the rules. It's it's uh, it's not racist. <laughs> I don't know. I, the point is, I didn't have sex with a black. The point is, I, I didn't. didn't get laid, so it doesn't matter. It's all fake, so fucking <laughs> <laughs> fuck. It's a ruse. All right, we'll see you this Check weekend. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time, guys. Thank you. Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast.